Hello everyone and welcome to Education Checkup. I'm Johnette Magner and we are a weekly podcast here at KTBS that covers what is happening in education in Northwest Louisiana. We especially like to highlight the many good things that some of you don't always hear about. My co-host for the podcast is Dr. Philip Roseman. He is a well-known cardiologist in this area, but what you may not know is that he has also been a true leader in education reform and improvement across our state. He is the founder of the Alliance for Education, co-founder of the Shreveport Bossier Business Alliance for Higher Education, and he received the Distinguished Friend of Education Award from the Louisiana Department of Education, and that was for all of his good work. So, Dr. Roseman, welcome. Welcome, thank you. And I will turn it over to you to introduce both our topic and our special guest today. We are, have a very special guest. We have a very special topic. We're gonna to talk about a new school uh, that's coming to uh, Shreveport-Bossier uh, and really all of Northwest Louisiana. It'll be a unique school that focuses on dyslexia, which is a reading disorder. Uh, Dr. Cassidy, um, uh, Dr. Cassidy is a physician. Uh, she's a breast cancer surgeon, uh, and uh, she has a child that had dyslexia. Uh, and during that time, she decided to 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 change her path that she was on and retire early from her physician practice to develop a school in Baton Rouge called the Louisiana Key Academy. And it was because of her work, because of what happened with her child, she was able to take that and look at trying to find a better way for kids with dyslexia. And she has done yeoman's work uh, and has a school now in Baton Rouge that serves a large area. Uh, she has a, another school, the Louisiana Key Academy in North Shore, uh, again, and now she's coming to Shreveport Bossier, and we couldn't be happier uh, uh, by you coming and looking at a very unique, uh, a very uh, distinguished uh, uh, school for our area. Let me ask you a little bit about, uh, if you would tell us the, about the journey that you had uh, with your child in dyslexia, and the journey you had as you started the, the school? Well, it, it's a long journey, <laughs> but it's a good story. It didn't start out so well. Um, our daughter, uh, I, you know, we knew, I knew something was wrong early on, um, but really the school was not able to tell us why she was struggling. And as we tried to teach her the alphabet, tried to teach her reading, uh, in first grade she still wasn't reading uh, at grade level. And so um, fast forward a couple of years, she went to a private school. We didn't really have many trained teachers that knew what dyslexia was in Baton Rouge at the time. And so um, after fits and starts, she actually ended up going to school out of town. And, uh, and with her, took most of my earnings from being a surgeon. <laughs> so that's not the path that our kids, you know, can either afford or need to get their education. And because of that, another mom and myself who had a child as well with dyslexia, um, looked at different ways to, to help the community. And after talking to people, it seemed like the best way to show would be through a school and a public charter school would allow students from all economic spectrums 
to get what they need to have, as you've called it, a, a one-stop shop, uh, best practice model of this is what dyslexia is, this is how you train your teachers, and this is how you give them their self-esteem and educate them. Well, let's, let's go back and tell us a little bit about what dyslexia is. Mm -hmm. If I'm a parent, what am I looking for if there's a concern, potential concern about dyslexia in my child? Right, so dyslexia is unexpected. So it's smart kids. It's average to above average kids. They could have uh, speech delay when they're two years old. They often will have a hard time rhyming because it's really trying to take the spoken word and match it with print. So rhyming, you've really got to hear those sounds, cat, bat, set. You know, so that would be one, learning your ABCs, having difficulty learning that ah and a goes to the letter A, and then difficulty learning to read. Those are all signs and it's all this, there's a lot of sophisticated language, but it's basically taking how we speak, which is what we've been doing for hundreds of thousands of years, and matching it to lines on a paper. You know, when I first started hearing about the school and kind of working with it and, and looking at it, um, I had no idea how uh, frequent a dyslexia was, and I believe it's what what percentage of the population has some form of dyslexia? Yeah, twenty percent. If you look and test all the children, then we find that it's twenty percent. If you don't look for them, then you won't identify them. But it is very prevalent. Now, I would imagine that within that 20%, you have varying levels of severity, with some where it, it's slight, and then for others, it's much more crippling academically? Yes, that's true, that's true. And so some kids um, with accommodations, and I think it's important that the child, no matter what, because say, say it's mild, but you're still working twice as hard to get A's mm -hmm. as the person across the aisle from you. So if you know, well, they're not really smarter than me, it's just I'm using this other system to read, then that's, that's, that's comforting. And yeah. then you get the accommodations, you get the extra time, which is we call the equalizer. And to me, every kid is, needs to know that and every parent wants to know that. And we talked to somebody earlier, I talked to somebody earlier today uh, who uh, talked about uh, their child uh, overcoming the dyslexia that they had by memorizing the books uh, mm -hmm. instead of actually reading the books. She would memorize it from hearing uh, because they're so smart and, and their, uh, their IQ is, is normal or above normal uh, and they find ways to overcome the, uh, the dyslexia but the difference that it makes for a child to be able to have a school directly for dyslexia and concentrating on them overcoming the dyslexia. Comment on that and, and how, how, why you saw the school as the real difference maker. Well, so, you know, if you're in a traditional school, then you can get pulled out for services, but that's embarrassing to the kids a mm -hmm. lot of times, and it pulls them out of, say, ancillary or fun things they want to do. And so I think with the school like Louisiana Key Academy, 
they are with other kids and they're like, oh my gosh, this, this child, this is my friend, he's so smart or she's so bright. So, you know, they start seeing themselves differently. They see how many kids are dyslexic. They learn what dyslexia is, how to advocate for themselves. And they're not missing any of the regular classes. They get to go to PE, they have athletics. It's a, it's a normal school. It's just that the, um, the way that reading is taught and the length in reading and matching that with writing and social studies and math has a lot of reading. So it's, it's really, um, it is academics and learning how to read, which is important, but it is giving them awareness and self-esteem, which I think is incredibly important. No, I was going to say, so prior to that, did you see children with dyslexia um, internalize it as, as something to be ashamed of? And is part of this helping remove that stigma from it? I hope so. I mean, I've been, um, I told Dr. Roseman, like in Treeport, lots of people say, oh, I'm dyslexic, my child's dyslexic. I don't see that in every community because they don't understand. It has nothing to do with your IQ. If you look at all these famous people, very smart people that are smart, it just means you read slower. Um, you're a, not a good speller but that's what spell check's for, <laughs> you know? And, but you're often usually very creative and you learn to work harder because school is all about reading and writing. And so it is never gonna be as easy for you as a non-dyslexic, but you learn how to overcome it. And you, hopefully you, we help children, students find their strengths. Uh, and, and I, believe it's a workforce issue as well. Yeah, I, I agree. I can I can even remember back at school in my elementary school and now I feel ashamed of myself, but when we were in elementary school and there'd be a, someone who would get up in front of the class and would read haltingly and right. slow, we didn't think they were bright and I'm sure that we said things that we shouldn't be saying. And this what I loved about going to the school in Baton Rouge and seeing the school in the Baton Rouge, I'll tell you, is it was a lot about how they felt about themselves mm -hmm. and how we change how we feel about ourselves because we basically are writing our own book and that's what all of us do. But this gives an opportunity for a child to see that they're not different. They're not really different. There's a whole lot of other people in the world just like them and that's, that's something I think that the school brings that's uh, not the reading and writing and academics, but it's just as important uh, to them, I think. Right, and we're not gonna punish you because, or call you out because you spelled the word wrong or you, know, you were reading a little bit slower uh, or haltingly. What they'll instead be is in a, a group of fewer children that read you know the same way and then the teacher that's knowledgeable can say oh let's you know let's look at the way we say that word um, or let's look at the vocabulary and improve that vocabulary to help your reading so 
I want to hear about the school. I do too. I, I just what I was thinking. Uh, I let's, hear. Talk, so, let's talk so about the school. So where is it going to be? How many kids are you going to serve? And when is it going to open? Well, it opens August, 1st of August. Wow. Yes. Arthur Circle, which it was the Arthur Circle Elementary School before. Wonderful neighborhood, Broadmoor neighborhood. And we're going to start with 1st through 4th grade. Uh, and we'll have 160 children. Wow. Have they already been identified, or is that just kind of seats allotted? That, that seats allotted, so that's a great question. So we have um, on our website, lkaschools.com, if you go, there is the online registration. And what we do is we look at um, your history. How's the child been struggling in school? Uh, what are the exact areas they're struggling in, et cetera. If it looks like the child's dyslexic, then we do the testing for free. You don't mm -hmm. have to go and pay to have a battery of tests elsewhere. And we started testing this morning. Um, yeah, so we're really excited about that, but that, that's a lot for to do, 160 children. Now, some will come already. They've been tested by a psychologist with the diagnosis of dyslexia, and that's great. But for others that don't have that and certainly couldn't afford that, we do that. And uh, one of the ones today that we tested, the mom had um, taken out a second home mortgage to help pay for the child to get additional tutoring. So they can come to our school, get everything they need, and there'll be no need for after-school tutoring. Yeah, and I, you know, it's important. I think one of the most important things is that this is a charter school, and a charter school is a public school. It's paid for through public funds, and this is absolutely free, just like any other school that you would go to uh, in the community. The other thing is interesting is about the type of charter. Can you explain, tell those about the type of charter and what is that? Uh, mean. mean. Yeah, so the, we're a type two charter. We're run by a nonprofit board. Uh, like you mentioned, Dr. Roseman, we have a school in Baton Rouge, a school in Covington, and this school. Uh, and these schools serve any parish, I mean, any parish. Now, practically, it's going to be the parishes around here where a parent can drive their child here, but it would include obviously besides Caddo, Bossier, DeSoto, uh, Webster. I mean, we've had people move to the school, drive, you know, three hours a day to get to and back from the school. So we are able to take the kids from Caddo Parish and the surrounding parishes. Yeah, and then when parents want to get something for their children, that that they really need. They'll really uh, sacrifice to do that. I, I remember when first talking with you, you talked about in Baton Rouge covering 12 parishes or so with the school and kids or families from New Orleans, you know, come into Baton Rouge for school. I mean, it's just, uh, it's, it's amazing. And it's great that it covers a significant geographic area. It's not just Shreveport. It's not just Shreveport and Bossier, but it's going to be Webster and DeSoto and all around Natchitoches uh, have access to the school because it's a charter school uh, run by Bessie. Correct. All right. Well, that is exciting. So if parents want to 
get their children tested, learn more about it, remind us again of where they go. What's the website? What's the phone number? Yes, so the phone number is 318-752-6257. And then it's lkaschools.com or if you just if you don't remember that it's Louisiana Key Academy and it's uh, it will come up on your search engine and if you go to the website you can read a little bit about dyslexia you can see some of the testimonials you can see the video we were on uh, the Sunday morning CBS show a couple mm -hmm. years ago and then you can if you go to the Caddo tab you can find the online registration and it's for kids coming into the first through the fourth grade. So it Correct. would be like kids in kindergarten would be testing now uh, for first grade. Yes. Okay. And upon, let's say, let's look, talk about the fourth graders. Once they, they age out, then do they just return to their other schools? Well, we'll be adding a grade a year. So oh. we'll eventually go through uh, eighth grade. But we start small because we uh, train our teachers and teacher training will start this summer and they train for two years. And so because it's such a different model, we find it's better to start small and then we'll take those existing students and they can grow with us. Now, some of the children will, after a couple of years, they will return to their uh, neighborhood school. Uh, it, it's better to get in in the first grade uh, mm -hmm. Some people stay all eight years, others stay three or four years, and then they transition back. And that's because they began to be able to function as far as what your school can teach them about functioning with reading. Yes, and I, I think, you know, parents, if they have three or four kids, yeah. it's easier if, you know, and so hopefully we're equipping the parents and the students as well to ask for what they need, that they're confident that they're smart and that they can get the accommodations and the teacher understanding of what dyslexia is. You know, this is a, I think this is a very innovative thing. When I think about it and relate it to, to my world in healthcare, it's very similar to what MD Anderson does with cancer. MD Anderson brings all the experts into the building. They're all around the building. These experts, in this case, physicians and nurses, talking to each other, learning from each other, and being able to do more for the patients. In the same fashion, this is that for education, for this child with dyslexia, right. specific diagnosis, bring all that expertise in the building that communicates with each other and learns from each other, uh, and you built something that's, that's really um, unique. Um, and uh, so that I, I, I tell people, you know, this is something that not even Texas has figured out. Okay, <laughs> so we're doing stuff that Texas has Th figured that's out. True. Yeah. That is and true. And I'm proud of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whenever you beat Texas, you're doing something especially good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and hopefully you'll have teachers and students that move from, you know, East Texas over to Shreveport to yeah. work okay. and go to school. We certainly welcome them. Thank you so much for being here. It's, it's wonderful learning about the school. And I say just go to the website, do Louisiana Key Academy, find it. Uh, and uh, if you want to know more about uh, where to go with uh, Louisiana Key Academy, that's where to find on the website. All right. And thank you for joining us today for Education Checkup. You can watch this podcast on kbs.com 
or you can listen anywhere you listen to your other favorite podcasts. So have a good day and join us next time for Education Checkup.